Dina Does. I'm Dina, and I know a little bit about a lot, but I want to know more. So join me on this path to self-discovery. Welcome to this episode of Dina Does, where we are answering all of your questions that came in through Instagram. Hopefully, we'll get to them all. And I have my um, lovely Maya here with me. She is part of the Dina Does team. Welcome, Maya. Thank you. Happy to be here. I love Maya because she's almost just as monotone as I am. So <laughs> we're on the same frequency. I've been told I have no emotion. <laughs> so have I. It's all okay. Right. We have a lot of emotion. It's just our voices that come across that way. Yeah. So anyway, um, lots of questions came in. Um, we're actually just going to go one by one. We're not going to skip anything. And hopefully we'll get through a majority of them. And maybe like... Maya, maybe like once a month, we'll throw in one of these episodes. Yeah, where we'll just I do think a it's fun. People yeah. will love it. Okay, All right. awesome. Let's get started. Okay, Dina, curious about your experience with past life regression. So personally, I have had my past life regression done a few times, and every single time I've had it done, um, every person had told me that I was gifted with the ability to do past life regression and others. Wow. So obviously, once I was told more than like twice, I was like, I, I guess this is something I should look into. <laughs> um, so obviously, Brian Weiss is like the master um, of past life regression, and he um, trained several people. One of the people that worked under him was Mira Kelly, who is a very sweet, dear friend of mine. Um, and she does a lot of training courses and what have you. So if you're interested in yourself, Mira is someone that I definitely recommend. Um, but as far as, uh, past life in my experience, doing it for others, I don't do it professionally because there is a very important piece of regression is that it's correlating this lifetime to the ones that you're experiencing, um, during the regression. If you leave people like wide open there, it can be worse. So if you're going to do a past life regression on someone, be prepared to, kind of work through the therapy of the current life and how it um, correlates. So I'm not a therapist. I don't claim to be one. Um, I've done it with family members and friends where I've had somebody with me who's a little bit more experienced in that who could kind of walk them through. But basically in the end, you're going to ask your higher self questions and you answer them yourself coming from your higher self. Wow. So it's pretty fascinating. I love it. Um, Every single time I've been regressed, I uh, am somehow at the crucifixion of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm Mary, but I think I'm part of her team for sure. Significant, for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Similar to that, what is one thing that you've learned on your spiritual journey that you wish you knew as a new parent? Oh, gosh. I would have to say, I mean, there's so many levels to that because at 50, I'm still learning how to parent. Um, Lexi's 26 now, but... Um, the one thing I really learned is from, and I, we mentioned this on the episode with Ophi from the Astro Twins, is that you need to parent your child based on their star sign. For like that sure. is that is a handbook you can actually use their mom astrology. Um, so yeah, I wish I had known more about astrology when Lexi was younger because I would um, definitely maybe do things a little bit differently, as part, especially when discipline. I was very disciplined. Like mm-hmm. with her, she. I was maybe pretty hard on her. Did you notice that she rebelled more the stricter you were? Um, As she got older, yeah. But she never did. I mean, Lexi's a good kid in general. She never did anything bad. 
knock on wood, I mean, I guess she could still. Um, she was a good kid, but now that I see it, I was too tough on her. I probably should have trusted her more um, and gave her a little bit more freedom with, like, going out with her friends and such and keeping her room a certain way. I was, I was definitely a strict parent, so I would have eased up a little. Makes sense. What modalities did you use to begin your spiritual journey with? I mean, I guess so many, but my first real, like, journey was a sweat lodge that was like the first thing that really changed my perspective on healing and everything I was 28 years old it was really funny because I was with my ex-husband and he cheated and I'm, I'm going into a sweat lodge and all these people have these profound losses and whose husband just died and you know whose boyfriend died in a car accident who's got can- it was all these really horrific things and I'm like oh my boyfriend cheated on me I, I felt so stupid but there's trauma in everything like there there's a everything saying everything is relative yeah if you're drowning in three feet of water versus 30 feet you're still drowning um so but that's what really started my spiritual journey is a sweat lodge which I did in Arizona wow all right, moving more on to some superficial questions. Tell us about your 21-day cleanse. Um, it's so many layers. Uh, so that has to have its own podcast with the people that were doing it with me. But it was a s- series of supplements, um, a little potion that you drink in the morning, and cutting out all gluten, all dairy, all sugar, all grains, all processed foods, um, shellfish, um, only certain like freshwater fish, mm-hmm. obviously wild Alaskan salmon, nothing farm raised. Um, but it really changed uh, my experience for those 21 days and beyond more than I thought I was going to get out of it. I thought I was going to lose a few pounds and feel great, but it was a spiritual awakening as well. Right, right. Please share your skincare routine. I swear you're aging backwards. So beautiful. Oh, that's sweet. Um, I don't. I'm embarrassed to say my skincare routine right now because I. The older I get, I'm not getting lazy. I just find that less is more. So there are definitely products, and I use. I do share them with you guys on my Instagram stories that I'll use here and there. Um, actually, we'll make a post with my like go-to's every time. But um, I just use like. Neutrogena wipes (laughs) on a daily basis. And I had my skincare line, which was amazing. But unfortunately, it was acquired by a bigger company, and I don't have access to it anymore. Um, But that, whoever bought, like, my skincare knows that was the shit. And it was really, really good. Yeah, but it was very clean, and it had very few ingredients. So Mm -hmm. my motto is really less is more. It really is. Mm -hmm. People would love to hear about your morning and evening rituals. Again, that that needs to be two separate podcasts in itself because <laughs> depending on my day and what we have going on and how much there is to do and what time I need to get out of the house, it varies. But it always starts with a prayer when I open my eyes, just being grateful for the day and the opportunity to create magic. Um, and, of course, I'm human, so I do go to my phone. But the good thing is I only follow um people that inspire me in some way so I'm not really like picking up my phone first thing and just looking at you know fashion photos which is inspiring if you need to get ready for the day but um, a lot of them are inspirational quotes or morning mantras and stuff like that so I suggest if you're going to look at your social media feed maybe even make a separate account that's just like inspirational quotes and fun stuff I mean, rather than fun stuff um, just to like scroll through those for the day 
but I do have little quotes on the side of my bed. I have a morning uh, book that I reference and an evening book that I reference that's on my bedside and we'll share those. And then I do my whole anointing ceremony and body movement in the bathroom, which again, we need a whole episode for that. Totally. Do you think you're ever going to move back to Jersey? Well, we always keep a place in New Jersey because my husband's children are there. Um, so yeah, I mean, technically I still live in New Jersey part of the time, but um, for obvious reasons, I don't love going back there, um, but I go when I need to. So yeah, I don't think that'll ever be my primary residence, no. And similarly, do you ever think you're gonna go back to Housewives? I've learned to never say never because I said when I quit the first time, I'd never go back. Um, but in my heart of hearts, it's just not something I'm interested in doing anymore. Um, I It really, and I don't watch it, but I see, you know, obviously here um, what it does to relationships and friends and everything I know firsthand. And I, my life is pretty nice right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know why I would put that into the equation. You know, I understand like the second time I went back, I needed the money. I was getting yeah. divorced and I need the money and there was a reason why I went back. But um, knock on wood right now, you yeah. know, I'm, we're comfortable and I, there's no reason financially for me to do it. Um, so I, I really don't feel a calling for it. Would you say the same thing if you were asked to do your own reality show? Um, depending on the network and the premise, I don't know if it was something that is aligned with Dina does and it's more of a spiritually based, you know, before my, um, incident, we were shooting a pilot on, um, spirituality and a discovery of oneself through it. Um, and then, you know, after that happened, I kind of fell off the face of the earth for a bit. So I, I would do a show like that where it's like people could learn and grow mm -hmm. with me. Um, but unfortunately, that usually doesn't have good ratings. They want to see everyone killing each other. Yeah, they, they like the drama. <laughs> they eat it up. Exactly. Are you excited for Teresa's wedding? Yeah, of course. Are yeah. you going to be a bridesmaid, maid of honor? Well, I don't know how this rumor got out there that I was the maid of <laughs> honor, but I don't think I am. Um, yes, I was asked to be in the bridal party, and of mm -hmm. course, I'm honored to be, but I am not the maid of honor. How is Ladybug doing after losing Grandma? You know, it's interesting. She's more um, to herself a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Like, she, I'll have her come out and spend time with me, and she'll want to go back in her little cat house. But she's eating a lot more. She's pooping more. She's, like, a little bit more kitten-like in some ways. Like a little baby. Yeah, so it's... Maybe she's feeling a bit insecure. Yeah, I mean, it's... I'm just proud of her that she's like, to see her eat a lot, cause she was, I mean, she's got no teeth in her mouth. She's such a little love, like she, she would only take teeny little bites of her food. Now she's eating like the whole plate. So, you know, grandma was heavy. Grandma yeah. was like heavy energy on her. She would lay yeah. on her and she would, you know, take up a lot of space in the room. So I think she's just learning her new little yeah. life now. Living so. her independent life. Yeah. Um, any more new furry rescues in the future? Um, I just recall, and this again, grandma's, death is so fresh right now but while I was like sobbing over her I just looked at Dave and was like oh hello <laughs> um I looked at Dave and said um don't ever let me get another animal yeah, again. I remember you telling me that yeah I'm like I can't I can't take this and they're all getting old at once so um right now the answer is no but you know me that answer yeah. probably won't stay now how did you start your business or businesses 
Um, well, everyone was different. The design business kind of came organically. I was working for a design firm, um, and uh, that went to work into a furniture store. And then I'm just an entrepreneur at heart, so I like having my own business. Um, so that kind of is where I started design. And from there, I went into event planning, which was an interesting process because, you know, design, people think interior designers have like the best life. It is a very fun, rewarding business, but it's very stressful, especially in this day and age. If you're an interior designer right now, I feel so bad for you <laughs> because like you can't, you can't get goods and it's not your fault and your head's being ripped off by your clients, understandably so, because there's deadlines that need to be met. Um, but I recall like designing someone's house and like you get a call on a Saturday, like, are these sorts Sunday, these towels work? And I'm like, it's freaking Sunday lady. What do you bother me for your towels? So that's how I parlayed it into event planning. But again, starting your own business, just make sure you're passionate about it. Make sure it's something that you are excited to do every day when you open your eyes. Um, make sure it's something that you're um, willing to be open to learn more because every business is ever changing. One person asked, how did you manage to cut off toxic family members without feeling guilty about it? Um, I didn't. There's a lot of guilt involved. Um, it's something that I work through almost every day. But, you know, when you're on a serious healing journey, as I am, and you have PTSD and several other things that you're dealing with, it's the only way. Um, because your bandwidth emotionally is not that big to deal with all kinds of things and you're growing and you're learning. So, you know, at some point you have to say, okay, this relationship is making me go backwards on my healing journey or, you know, it's toxic in certain ways or someone, you know, it's a two relationships are two way streets. If everyone's not working on themselves or, you know, there's a saying that says you're in therapy to talk about the people who aren't willing to go to therapy. Yeah. That's basically it. So if, if, if someone is willing to work on themselves and grow, I'm always willing to hang in there. But if people are not willing to accept that they're part of the problem and that there needs to be healing on both sides and growth on both sides, then I don't have patience for that. Yeah. No, people shouldn't have patience for it. Yeah. Someone said, you're so grounded. Nothing like the other housewives. What is your secret? <laughs> um... You know, I, that's, I don't know how true that is. I'm sure some of the other housewives are grounded. It's just, you know, peop, everything makes the world go around. There are people who love the spotlight and who love being in it, and that's what makes them wake up every morning. It's mm -hmm. like the excitement for it all. That doesn't drive me. That's not something that ever did. What drives me is my thirst for knowledge on um, spirituality and human nature and everything like that. So, yeah, there are days, especially as a Pisces, I am the opposite of grounded. I'm like floating in the stars somewhere. Um, but I, it's a practice. It's a daily practice. I make everything a ritual. Like I said, from the moment I open my eyes to the most boring, mundane things are a ritual to me. And that when you look at everything as ceremonial or ritual-based, you have no choice but to be, yeah. you know, in a spiritual space. Definitely. Have you been watching the current season of Real Housewives of New Jersey? I have not. I have not watched it in years. Of course, I see clips on social media and people send me things. Um, but I, I generally don't watch TV. And it's funny, my husband travels a lot and he'll come home and he'll turn the TV. It's like the same channel that was on two weeks ago. When <laughs> I was, I'm like, yeah, I don't even know how to turn on the TVs in my house, to be honest with you. Um, so I don't watch TV. And to be honest, for me, 
that show gives me anxiety. I guess mm -hmm. I still have some housewives PTSD to work <laughs> through because I just know what's going on behind the scenes and I don't think it's very nice. How did you build your confidence? Do you think it came after you left the show or before? Um, a little bit of everything. I mean, confidence is something, we just actually did an episode that's coming out, um, a great episode with Gala Darling on confidence, on self-confidence. And it's interesting because I'm so confident in certain ways um, and I'm less confident in others. And we were talking about how I have six brothers and they would just like tell me how ugly I was every single day. <laughs> so um, I always struggled with my looks and my weight and, uh, you know, it's something I work on every single day. Yes, so. of course. Do you think hyperbaric oxygen works? Do you know anything about it? I do, I do. I learned about it through Dr. Amen when I went to get my brain scanned and um, learned that not enough oxygen is going to my brain and certain parts of my brain um, needed to be healed. And the only way to do that is through like supplements and breath work and oxygen, uh, hyperbaric oxygen. So while I was on that 21, day cleanse I was very vigilant with it I was going at least twice a week and I did feel the difference like brain fog um energy mm -hmm. so yes I believe it works and we're actually looking into even buying our own unit for the house because uh that's how much I believe in it and it is very expensive unfortunately like these are the things that should be freaking covered by insurance especially for the autism community which I know it works wonders um, it's just so sad that things like this are not covered by insurance when it really does work. They don't want us to have access to it. No. Simple as that. They don't want to make more healthy. money. Yeah. What red light do you recommend? Um, all different ones. I have one for the body. I have an infrared sauna. I have a face red light, which I've shared on Instagram a few times, which is currently sold out. So I'm not going to give you the brand of it because everyone got so mad at me because the Amazon link that I put out started selling another brand that wasn't the one I use and there was all this controversy over it. <laughs> Just do your own due diligence. Um, I definitely believe in red light therapy, um, so much so that I have one for the face and it kind of is on the right side of my vanity and I noticed like the hair was growing thicker on my one side and my skin was looking better on my one side and I was like not paying attention to like make sure it's the center of my face. So now I have to like alternate sides because I did see a tremendous difference through it. So it works, but do your due diligence. What is the best White Witch spell book? Oh, there's so many. Um, we actually have to do a post on Dina Does Podcast Instagram sharing that because we mm -hmm. promised some uh, viewers that we were doing a uh, Zoom call with a bunch of women the other day that we were going to put that up. So take a look. Make sure you're following at Dina Does Podcast, and we will do a post on my favorite witchy books. A lot of people have been asking about grandma wrinkles and reaching out and saying how they lost their pet as well and kind of wanting to know how are you and how do you deal with a pet loss? Um, we actually did a whole episode that's coming out. Actually, by the time this airs, it will had, yes, have been out. Have been out already. So um, we'll probably put this out midweek next week. Um, so take a listen to uh, Dr. Katie Lawler. She gives us some great advice on how to deal with that. Um, I'm going to be honest, I'm still, like, I was just watching the footage from that episode, and my face is just riddled with sadness. I'm still sad, and it's a process every day. There's so many layers to it. We talk about that. Grandma's death brought up a lot of grief that I had not yet processed from other things in my life. So I'm, I'm, it's still fresh. It's still brand new. I still go, you know, in her room and, like, 
you know, she was, we talked about how messy she was. She, we would need to wash her blankets like twice a week because she was so greasy. And I still go to like wash her blankets. I'm like, what are you doing, Dina? But I think that happens with any death. Yeah. Like it just takes a while for that new reality to set in. But she did come up as a little frog outside of all oh. things. Like a little fucking frog visited. So I'm looking for the frog every day, but I never saw her again. But I'm sure she'll come up when I need her most. Definitely. Can you tell us what you use for a soul bath or what a soul bath is? A soul bath is a bath, um, again, part of a ritual. I start most of my ceremonies and rituals off, um, the big ones, like the big specific rituals, off with a bath or some sort of shower, water feature. Um, and I make my own salts. And depending on what it is I'm looking to get out of the soul bath, I put different herbs and flowers and oils in it. Um, so if it's something I'm doing for releasing a full moon, it will have a lot of herbs that help you release. Um, if it's something I'm doing to call in something specific, this is what I use my witchy herb books for is just like to research. And, you know, I have my whole breezeway there with all the different herbs, <laughs> a little apothecary going on. Um, so yeah, it's just time to sit and connect with nature through the water and the herbs and, um, pray or manifest what it is you want to bring in or let go. Someone was curious why you and Dolores don't speak anymore. Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah, I think I did a podcast once and told that story, and I kind of regret doing that because I don't even like giving it any energy. It's something that happened a long time ago. It's not part of my new life, so it's not something I feel I need to even discuss. Fair enough. Any decor design advice? Yeah, um, there's so many specific trends out there right now that as I was always a really good designer because I always had future vision of like what's trend going to trend next before it was coming. And when people get too stuck in these trends, especially if they're spending a lot of money on them, they're going to be sorry. So always follow your heart and what speaks to you when you're designing your home, not what's latest and greatest. You can pull a few pieces and accessories that will, you know, have you in the in the you know look of that trend. But at the end of the day, if something speaks to you, even if it doesn't make sense, please buy it and put it in your space because there's a reason why it speaks to you. And that's what creating your sanctuary sanctuary is all about. It should be about the people who live in the home, not the showroom, you know, that you saw it in. Moon magic. What is it and how you harness it? Um, it is a, um, again, a whole nother podcast in itself. <laughs> um, obviously, we are made of like what is it 80 percent water and when you look at the ocean tides and the moon and how it you know affects that and um, how could we not personally be affected by it it's insane to think we wouldn't be especially women Um, you know men are typically the saying goes men are ruled by the sun and women are ruled by the moon and the phases of the moon Um, So, yeah, you have to be really connected to those phases and work with them. So, you know, a new moon, you always, it's creating new life planting seeds. That's when, like, it goes into its next phase and it builds upon that. And then as it approaches to be full, the moon is, like, so full and ready to burst. That's when whatever you are working on is building, 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 building. And you could work with that energy of the moon that's about to become full to release it all. So my one tip for new and full moons, and again, we could do a whole podcast on this, but always do moon magic for a new moon after the moon becomes new, not a moment before, and a full moon up until the moon is full. So you can start doing full moon magic like three or four days before the moon is full, but the new moon always wait till after. 
And is there any music that helps you through these ceremonies? Oh my gosh, I am definitely someone who's connected to music in different ways. Again, depending on what you want to do, DJ Drez has a great, um, I do his playlist on um, Spotify, Pandora. Pandora. And um, I have, you know what, my we got to clean up my playlist so we can share mm-hmm. them. Because, a lot of people have been asking about your music. Yeah, I mean, I have certain playlists for certain things. Part of my morning ritual is like, I used to do like yoga poses. And then I realized like, I'm not my I'm double jointed. It stresses me out to try to get in the pose. Now mm-hmm. I just move my body. And for me, I don't know why. I like tribal Spanish music. Like It's so funny <laughs> you say that because when I stayed at your house, when you were on your trip, I played your music through the Sonos app and my morning was like the best morning that I had ever. (laughs) I was like, this is amazing. I'm walking through the house. It's playing everywhere. It's like in my soul. I'm telling you, it's amazing. There's something about it. And even on my plant medicine journeys, um, whenever the Spanish, you know, uh, spiritual music comes on, it's such a celebration. Like it really is. It really changes everything. So that's my morning. We'll share that my morning ceremony. Um, you won't understand the word unless you speak Spanish. And I don't understand the word, but I don't need to because feel it's the just, vibrations. yes, it's amazing. So we'll clean up my playlist and we'll post. Yes. Them. Any trips coming up for you and Dave? Um, yes, we're always planning, but we realize, um, we're so opposite where he likes to go, go, go. And I like to be home and nest. Um, so we, we have a second home now in Florida, for those of you who don't know. So we're spending time in both locations. So we decided to take one epic trip every year for my birthday and one epic trip for his birthday. Uh, we just came back from South Africa for mine, and we have Israel planned for his. So I can't wait. It's a trip I've been wanting to take, and I know, Maya, you've been kind of helping me through that. Yes, it's my home, my place I feel the most grounded, the most safe. Um, there's no words to describe the feeling there. No, I can't yeah. wait to experience it. I'm sure we'll do little trips and, in, in, you know, now I used to send my dogs out um, to camp when I left, mm-hmm. but now, and you're one of the team there, I have people just stay here. It just makes me feel better that they're in their house, they're feeling good, you know, even now Ladybug's alone. Um, I used to have someone like check on the cats a couple times a day and now someone stays here. So maybe I'll be traveling more that I have, you know, a really group of people that stay at the house and make sure everything's safe and locked up and they're watching our animals. So you never know. I'll always keep you guys on my travels, you know. I share a lot of that. All right. Well, we touched upon almost every single question today. Oh, okay. In speedy time. Yeah, there were some doubles, so yeah. I didn't repost them. But um, we'll do this once in a while. I think it'll be a fun little thing to do. Yeah. So think about the questions that you want to ask. And um, you could always DM us. But my DMs are acting wacky. Yeah. Like, it's not ever since I did the upgrade, it's not coming in the same way. And they're, like, repeating. I don't know. So it this doesn't is, make sense. I don't know. I, you know me with technology. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll do this once a month. It's fun. So think about the questions yeah. you want to send in. You could always email us, Yes, right? at info at dinadoespodcast.com. If you have any questions or maybe podcasts that you want in the future, we always check that email. Amazing. All right. Thank you, Maya. This was yeah, fun. It was fun. Thanks, Thanks for, for having again. me. All, All right. right. We'll talk next time. Bye. Bye.